Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Traveling for one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Do yourself a favor. Stay at Graduate Hotels, Bridgestone Arena, Target Center. Their hotels are close to both tournament venues. So why would you stay anywhere else? I love staying at the Nashville location, and I'll be at the Minneapolis location for the Big Ten Championship. And if you're one of my listeners, you can save 30% off with the promo code DOUG. That's DOUG, D-O-U-G. Good at any Graduate Hotels location, up to 30% off. How do you do it? Really simple. Book today at graduatehotels.com. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Let's go places. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. You know, there, there's a lot of things that we we miss, right? We miss as as broadcasters. We 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 forget the context of a guy's season. You know, I, I've said that I for LeBron James, I I think based upon the context of how last year ended. Remember when it ended, that's when Magic Johnson resigned. Then they fired Luke Walton. Then Ty Lue was supposed to get the job. Then, you know, I guess Ty Lue was supposed to get some five-year contract. By the way, 
dumb move from by Ty Lue. Just, I mean, I'm going to give praise to Frank Vogel, who's done a great job, but I would also point out, and I said it at the time, and it was about last year this time, I was like, that was a dumb move from Ty Lue. You got a chance to coach LeBron James in L.A. with the Lakers? Like, you're not going to get that chance again. Case in point, I'll never get it again. Anyway, um, you know, LeBron's one of these dudes that only comes along once in a lifetime, and he had a chance to link up with him again and maybe win another title. Now he doesn't. But I, Le- LeBron's year started off with him coming off of an injury, started off with him breaking in a new coach who he'd never he played against but never with, the Jason Kidd part to it, Anthony Davis he'd never played with outside of Team USA in an all-star game. And now they're the best record in the in the in the Western Conference and so I would I would tell you that in my opinion in my opinion um he should be the MVP. Again, contextualizing everything. And I think that's one of the things missing in the Jimmy Garoppolo story. Right? Like if we remember where Carson Wentz two years ago and why Carson Wentz was kind of up and down and struggled, he was coming off of an ACL. Now, it should be pointed out that that ACL was suffered late in the season in L.A. against the Rams on an unbelievable scramble. He would have been the MVP of the league. He gets hurt, and they win the Super Bowl anyway. He didn't play the first couple of games. Felt like they rushed him back. He might have rushed himself back. And he was a little up and down during that year. He was much better this year. Do you guys remember that Jimmy Garoppolo, not this past season, the season before, tore his ACL? Now, it's one of the things that helped the Niners draft Debo Samuel and draft Nick Bosa was they went from, hey, we got Jimmy Garoppolo, maybe we can make the playoffs now, to we lost our quarterback for the year, we're going to tank one more time, and you end up getting two starters, maybe the most dominant player in the Super Bowl in Bosa, and a guy who, up until when he broke his foot here in the offseason, was a really dynamic pass catcher and runner in Debo Samuel. So the first thing with Jimmy Garoppolo is we've forgotten that he was coming off of his knee injury. We forgot that. Did you remember that? He was asked about his knee health. He says it's night and day compared to where it was last year this time. Um, Garoppolo was also asked about the Tom Brady thing. He said this. When all that was going on, you know, you, you hear about it and things like that, but I really wasn't too worried. Uh, I'm always confident in my play and, you know, I, I know what I put out there this season and everything like that. So it's all about being confident and, uh, you know, it's just part of the business. You know, I've seen both sides of it, so I've been there. Yeah, he's, he's been there. He's seen both sides of it. It makes a whole heck of a lot of sense. Doesn't it? And the context is they, th- this is where, th- this is where you can win it if you're the Niners, Right. You know, we could have had Tom Brady, but we didn't. We wanted you. They re-upped John Lynch. They re-upped Kyle Shanahan. And they, you know, they, they, they never actually lived apart. If you want to go the marital thing, right? I don't know if they had the wandering eye, but they're at the bar and the ex-girlfriend came up where they, the girl from high school, they always wanted, man, she was so good looking in high school, like, Man, 
and you always want to date her, and you you miss, you didn't ask her out when she was single in high school. Niners had the number one pick, took Alex Smith. And, um, you know, you could have had Aaron Rodgers back then. Could have had a supermodel. So you missed. You missed when he came out of the draft. Granted, completely different time, completely different regime. Hell, different owner to the club back then, I believe, as well. You had a chance, and you're like, you know what? We're good. Well, we're, we're good. That all sounds good, but doesn't really fit. Didn't fit Brady because he wanted to be close to New York, you know, and they already had Garoppolo who might not be the best quarterback in the NFL, might never be viewed in that light, rightfully so, but clearly good enough to get to and a throw or two away from winning a Super Bowl. And that's the only way you can handle it, by the way, if you're, uh, if you're Jimmy Garoppolo. The only way you can handle it is to go like, hey, they looked, and this is what we came up with. You know? They looked, and they chose me. Jimmy Garoppolo's fine where he is. It, it's, it's maybe, and here's a guy who understands all of the aspects of the business. Like Aaron Rodgers said, well, it's a business. Like Garoppolo understands he had done everything right to earn a shot in New England. The coaching staff believed in him. And just because Tom Brady was Tom Brady, they ended up having to give him away. And the only reason he ended up in San Francisco was because it was an NFC team, so they didn't have to see him. There's a relationship there with Kyle Shanahan. And, you know, Belichick just wanted to, to go away quickly because he was ticked off that the owner made him choose quarterback over what was right for the team. So I think... I don't think it's just me, but I think Garoppolo legitimately is fine where he is, understands he's surrounded by a hell of a team, and he's their quarterback. Got a case closed sort of thing. What do you think, music? Are you are you a, a, a Jimmy G guy? Yeah, I mean, I think it's... You, you, if you're trying to compare Jimmy G to, like, peak Tom Brady, he will likely never reach that bar. But the idea is you're not comparing him to that. You had to compare him to, is Jimmy G a better quarterback right now than a 42, 43-year-old Tom Brady going forward? And I think they're mostly comparable. Then you add in the fact that you have Jimmy Garoppolo, who will now be in his only second full season as a NFL starter in Kyle Shanahan's system. And I think that there you have every reason to believe that he should continue to get better. Now, I don't think he's somehow going to make a Pat Mahomes-like leap and be the greatest quarterback potentially of all time, but I still think that there's every reason to believe that they should be trending in the direction of getting better, not necessarily any reason to take a massive step back other than, you know, for some reason, teams that lose the Super Bowl the year prior always seem to take a step back. I still think that they are growing and heading in the right direction, not necessarily regressing towards you know, missing the playoffs. Right. Like he should be, he should get better, right? He, he should get better, not get worse. Right. Whereas, fair? yeah. Whereas Tom Brady were, yeah. I mean, he has only way he can go is he's going closer right. to aging out in retirement. Right. Right. Like I, I remember something that, 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 um, I remember something that, uh, what's his name? Uh, Eli Manning said, it, you know, he, Eli Manning had a year where he led the league in interceptions. He's like, you know, I'm a better quarterback now than when I won the Super Bowl. Like, I'm 
been doing this a while. Like you, you make mistakes and you have bad moments or bad season, but you're actually a better quarterback. And then, you know, you reach whatever your peak is and you still have the intellectual ability and maybe that grows, but then the skill set. Like it stands to reason that unless there's some sort of trauma or unless he goes through some terrible run where he can't, you know, he just throws pick after pick after pick and it can go bad in a hurry. And maybe the lack of confidence that the team showed in him in the Super Bowl or in the NFC Championship game, maybe that does have some some residue. But otherwise, I think it's reasonable to believe that he could be he will be he'll be fine. You know, he'll legitimately be fine for a long time. Long time. I mean, even if he's just as good as he was last year, which he was a good quarterback. Sure. I mean, there was nothing that he did that made him special or in the MVP conversation. If he's just the exact same quarterback, they went to the Super Bowl. Right. So it's he doesn't even have to get better, but we all believe that given the context of how his career has gone, he likely will get better. So I don't really see why he should be concerned about his job security. Yes, John Ramos. And I also think that quarterbacks, I mean, that coaches, good coaches, learn how to use their quarterbacks or any of their players in the way that they need to be used. Like you said, don't ask Jimmy G to do any more than he has to or any less than he has to, as we saw in the NFC Championship game and in the Super Bowl, where it's like, hey, this guy is is forced now to win this game, which he couldn't at that time. So you just use I, him I th- in that I bubble. Think he, I think he could have. I, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I, th- I think he's better than than we're giving him credit or than, than that discussion. I understand what you're saying. Yes, you don't want him to. But look, he's a really good athlete. You want to question how, you know, you want to be careful with how much he runs because he got hurt running, right? Like That's reasonable. That's totally reasonable. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm fascinated by what he looks like, how confident he is, what, what this season looks like for, uh, for the, for the Niners. But it's also like that is part of the business is that you're always looking for who the next guy could be, and what exactly that looks like. All right, I got some bad news for an all-time great future Hall of Fame quarterback in the NFL. We'll get to that upcoming next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds you know, the basketball nerds. Like, you know who's ready to catch Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not, never the, gonna, not, the, not the Big East tournament? Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it would only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton? Is a, is, a, is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys and they lose out to like, you know, Lil Dirk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Dirk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? The whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, are you traveling to one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Well, you should do yourself a favor and do what I do, which is stay at graduate hotels. 
you know, Bridgestone Arena and Target Center, their, their hotels are both really close to the tournament venues, and they're obsessed with college sports just like me. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and the local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school mascots, colors, whatever. Why would you stay anywhere else? You know, graduate hotels are the perfect spot the next time you go to see a game. There's over 30 hotels, coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest, and odds are wherever you're going, especially if you're taking a college trip with your kids, upcoming conference tournament, or just a big college game, you can check them all out at graduatehotels.com. And here's the ultimate win. My listeners can get 30% off with the promo code Doug. That's Doug. Good at any graduate hotel. Remember, you can book today, and here's how you do so. 30% off with the promo code Doug at graduatehotels.com. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Saw this from Ben Roethlisberger, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. There's real, no real name for it. Ben Roethlisberger said it for his surgery. It's not Tommy John or anything like that. He tore three of his five flexor tendons off the bones. Said uh, The surgeon said they had to reattach the tendons to anchor to his elbow. Ouch. Ouch. As far as I'm aware, it happened to everyday people on the street, if you will. From what I've been told, it never happened to a quarterback. Uh, to this magnitude, I believe that there's at least another quarterback who had one, maybe two torn off, but not three. Hey, all-time record. That's just what I've been told. Right? Roethlisberger said he believes he can now play a number of years and set his goals to win Lombardi's with the emphasis on the plural. He is signed through 2021. My arm feels really good. I threw a lot of balls Monday and kind of waking up today to see how it feels, and it feels great. This is my athletes. No athlete has ever, you know, come out of surgery and the doctor's like, boy, I don't know. Got no idea. Like we thought it was bad. And then, wow, that was, 
You know? No, that's not exactly, that's not at all how it works. You know, Tiger Woods had three back surgeries every time. He's expected to make a full recovery. Was 100% was a success. Can't wait to see him back in the course. Look, I like Ben Roethlisberger. I think he's a really good player, but he does like to talk about himself a lot. He does not keep himself in great shape, although he appears to have been in, he appears to have gotten the memo and everybody's like, man, what happened? He just let himself go. You know? Uh, just the odds are against him. You haven't had a quarterback tear three flexor tendons off his elbow. Plus, he, it's not like he, it's not like it happened when he's like 25. You know, he's late in his career anyway. Never been a real in shape. It's not like he's always carried himself like, man, that guy's a fitness model. No, not even close. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Chris Mannix joins us, Sports Illustrated, covering the NBA. Are, were you just at the Mavs game or are you here at the Suns game? Where are you? No, I'm at neither. I'm going to Lakers practice in about half an hour, and then the Blazers-Rockets game tonight. So how hard is it to, like, is your hotel, is it a walking distance? Do you do, uh, do you get a little tram? Is there a golf cart? Like, what's the what's the setup? The, the arenas, three arenas, which are all kind of in one central location, are about a 10-minute bus ride away. Um, the buses leave on the half an hour. It's it's really convenient. They're right outside our, our hotel at our hotel parking lot, which is really just steps away from where my room is. So it's pretty easy. I just, I get much more value during the days going to practices and, and being around as many teams as possible in that period where, where the teams are located than I do going to five or six games. No, no, no question about, no question about it. Um, are all the, like, are, do certain games, do you feel like have different feel? Cause I don't know on TV, some of these games, like those Saturday games, they were awful, awful. And then Sunday, they were a little bit more, they were more, they were super competitive. Like what, what, why the disparity you think? I don't know. I mean, I don't know if there's any real rhyme or reason to, to much at this point. I mean, teams are still kind of working through a lot of stuff. I mean, one thing that surprised me overall is that I thought that defense, that defenses would be more up to speed than offense would be because of the layoff. That hasn't been the case. I mean, the, these scores are, are wild, just how how high uh, the point totals are in each of these games. And that's been surprising. But, you know, e- each game has kind of its own individual feel, and each team is working through, you know, it, its own stuff. So I, I don't know if there's any kind of theme to it uh, other than, you know, these guys are going to take some time to get in shape. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Speaking of getting in shape, I know he statistically had a great night and they won last night, but they can't play in big minutes. He's not playing much defense, and gosh, he gets tired fast. What's the feeling on on Zion Williamson and and his showing thus far in the bubble? Well, I mean, he's he's very much out of shape. I mean, I don't know how much weight he's put on in the last month, but it's uh, significant. Um, and the, the feeling on Zion really is that. You know, it, it's not it's not connected to the knee issue really from all year long. Like his limited minutes and how he's playing, it, it, there's there's no real connection to what he did with the knee. It's more about you know being gone for 13 days and and not and not being able to practice, not being able to do anything. I don't know what he did when he was outside the bubble. Obviously, he's not doing anything during the four days he's in his room other than you know riding a bike or using some of the bands that the Pelicans gave him. Um, 
it just it just feels like the Pelicans are perfectly content to sit outside the playoffs on this one. Like they'll keep Zion limited to you know twenty ish minutes every single night. They'll take what they can get from him. If they catch lightning in a bottle and can make a run, that's fine. But right now, I think there are at least two, maybe three teams ahead of them in those uh, in that race for the number eight seed in the Western Conference. It's just going to be an uphill challenge for them after losing those first two to get back into this mix. I compared him to Joel Embiid from this standpoint. Like, look, they're very different in terms of body types, but they have otherworldly talent, and yep. and they're both incredibly likable people and both bright people. And just the the question becomes: Are they willing? Not just to do the work, but maybe to hire the people around them to monitor them to, you know, a chef, a constant trainer. Like it's going to be taking care of their body is going to be job number one in if they achieve their potential. Is that fair? I I think that's perfectly fair. And I I think that, you know, for most, you know, young players, that period between their first and second years is where they kind of come to grips with all that and they make the changes that they need to make, whether it's hiring a personal coach like you know, Rob McClanahan type to, to work with, or, you know, going out and, and hiring your own chef and, and transforming your body. But I, I can't, I mean, the, the number of body transformations I've seen between year one and year two, it's, it's remarkable. I mean, some guys don't show it as much as others, but, you know, look at young guys like Jason Tatum and even Ben Simmons, who's in, who's a few years in, um, compare that to what they were when they first started. It's, it's significant. So I, I have, I, I have no reason to be pessimistic that Zion won't get that and, and come back into training camp next year and be ready for next season in, in a completely different player, able to play 35-ish plus minutes and, and just dominate the way we've seen him doing stretches. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of Chris Mannix. Um, okay, Mannix, let's, let's, get to, uh, let's get to the Lakers. They're the number one seed in the West, which doesn't mean a ton except for the fact they were a mess last year. And last night... It was a great night for Anthony Davis, kind of kind of took over. Um, but they didn't look great against Toronto. Obviously, they missed a bunch of shots, but one of the reasons they missed shots is they don't have got a lot of guys that can create shots for others. Yeah. What's the general feeling on the Lakers as we get close to the playoffs? Well, it, it certainly is good to see Davis play the way he's played. Um, LeBron, there's really no concerns with. Uh, I, I think there's genuine concern with how – uh, you know, how many minutes are they going to play Deion Waiters and, and J.R. Smith? Like, I don't think in a playoff game you want them playing significant uh, postseason minutes. They, they just can't be relied on. J.R. is in, in, in abysmal shape. Like, he's not ready to, to go. I mean, his, 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 the rust is there. Dion is just, just way too unpredictable, I think, to put in, in key situations. And that puts a lot of pressure on, you know, the likes of Caruso to be the guy he was during the regular season. Frankly, for Danny Green to make shots. I mean, you know, Danny Green is going to get some open looks playing off of LeBron and off Anthony Davis. He's got to shoot a high percentage from three. He's done it in spurts, but he's going to have to be, um, you know, high 30s, low 40s from three-point range, and, you know, for that team to be successful offensively. So I, I think, you know, they. I'm not so worried about their shot creation necessarily. I'm more worried about when those when the defenses collapse on those stars, like can those perimeter shooters consistently knock down threes. Chris Mannix joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, okay, then there's the Clippers, who, you know, I'm, I'm watching them right now. They're struggling with the Suns. Granted, you know, um, they're still kind of working some things out. Why the why the up and down performances from the Clippers? Well, I mean, I think for for starters, it's the the lack of continuity that they've had coming sure. into this. I mean, it, it surprised me 
how well they played against the Lakers because I thought coming in, I mean, look, they've been a disaster. You know, from, from everything we know about with the health issues, Zubac just showing up a couple of days before the opener, Lou Williams and Harold not being there. I mean, these these are their obvious concerns that they have on the floor, but they played pretty well against the Lakers. I mean, I think you have to be encouraged about how Paul George is playing. I haven't seen much of the game today, but he's been great in the early games uh, that they've played. Kawhi, a little bit sluggish out there on the floor, and you kind of hope that he's sort of like a, an old car in a way that gets going uh, as he gets more minutes and more time in this season. Uh, but but they have, they've got concerns here. I mean, Lou Williams is not going to, you know, he's stepping out of, of he's out of quarantine now, but he's not going to be able to step in and be in midseason form. Same thing with Harold, same thing with Zubach. I mean, if I'm the Clippers, I have real concerns about that first round. I mean, if they get into a tough first-round matchup, and I'm not sure who it would be, whether it's Houston or uh, a team like Oklahoma City, like, they've got to be on their game. They've got to be sharp because that's a team that, if they aren't, you know, playing at the way that they're capable of playing, uh, and that, that sounds kind of obvious, but, I mean, that, that's a team that, that can clearly can dominate games. But if they're not playing at a high level, any one of those teams at, in the in the 5, 6, and 7 slot could potentially beat them. So I have some concerns about the Clippers in the first round. I, I, I don't know, first round, I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess it depends on who they play. Um, Houston's been impressive in terms of their ability to win a couple of these games late. Obviously you have two otherworldly talents, but they're, they're, you know, and, and maybe they can dial it back here once now that they've, they've shown what they can do, but man, they don't, they're not very deep, you know, and they got one style and that's what, that's who they are. You know, Westbrook's essentially playing like a small ball five at times or like a power yeah. forward, you know, and kind of their short roller. Um, I like, I just, I don't want to be too result-oriented and say, hey, they won these games. Are you are you more or less of a buyer in Houston having seen them now in the court, in, in the bubble? Yeah, I mean, look, they easily could have lost the first couple of games, and you give them credit for winning, but I, I'm with you that we can't look at the end result as foreshadowing the future. Um, you know, I, I don't fancy myself a defensive coordinator at NBA staff, but for the life of me, Doug, I don't know why every team hasn't adopted the Utah method of defending Russell Westbrook. Remember back in February when Utah just shoved Rudy Gobert out there and said, dare Russell to beat you from 17 feet. Um, it, it was effective. I mean, Russell went off, but it kept the three-point shooters in check. And you know, I was at that Milwaukee game, and watching Russell just you know eat Dante DiVincenzo and George Hill for lunch, you know, going to the basket and then create open shots for uh, for the Rockets three point shooters. I, I just wonder why Brooke Lopez wasn't defending Russell. I mean, I, I think that's an adjustment that teams need to make when they play the Rockets. I think if you play them straight up, the Rockets, because they're a very good three point shooting team and not a shy three point shooting team, they can beat anybody. But if you, you know, limit those three point shots and if you force Russell Westbrook to beat you from the mid range, you have a chance not just to beat them, but beat them in like four or five games. I think that that's a defensive switch. I think more teams need to make on Houston. Yeah, uh, those are the adjustments that we normally see in the playoffs, right? And and you, but and, but and do you, do you think it's different because these guys are able to see other teams play in person? Like, do you do you think they're that that there's 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 more knowledge of everybody else because you're able to watch, or do you, is that they are they already watch themselves each other anyway? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I haven't. I mean, I've seen some players at these games watching them in person, and and certainly the scrimmages they're getting a, a good look at each other. But no, I, I don't think that has has a ton to do with. Besides, like Milwaukee, what what are you holding on to any kind of playoff? 
strategy against the Rockets for? Like, why is Brooke Lopez chasing uh, P.J. Tucker out behind the three-point line when you can just plant him in the paint where he wants to be anyway and and dare Westbrook to beat you from the outside? That's just perplexing to me. I mean, Westbrook one-on-one is just unstoppable. So why why not let him shoot those mid-range jump shots and, and live with the end result? I mean, he got a lot of them. He got a lot of open mid-range jump shot looks in that uh, Bucks game. He didn't make a lot of them. Like, most of his makes came from in the paint or, you know, even I think it was one from behind the three-point line. Um, you know, the mid-range shot is, is, is not an easy bucket for him. So I'd force him to take it all day long. Yeah, I, I would too. I mean, I think using him as a screener, though, creates those openings kind of behind the screen uh, yeah. or around the screen. I think that's kind of a clever way of, of hiding the fact that you're, you're daring him to shoot. I mean, the whole thing is... All right, speaking of, of Milwaukee, um, look, they, they do some great things. But Giannis did show, I don't know, it just when you watch LeBron... Even though, like, the, he beat the Clippers very fortunately, took a bad shot, got the rebound, put it in. But he does, he knows what he wants to do and where he wants to get to. Giannis at the end of that game against the, was it the Raptors that they lost to? It, it just, it felt like he, he wasn't there uh, mentally. Didn't, it felt a little rushed, felt a little lost as, oh, it was against Houston, excuse me. Yeah. Um, any, where are you on Giannis and his ability to win the big games in the NBA playoffs based upon how his skills are currently developed? I would have liked to have seen both Giannis and Milwaukee as a team make more of an effort to get him the ball in those end-of-game situations. Like he, wasn't, he wasn't as proactive as he needed to be and needs to be moving forward in those situations where other stars will be. I mean, if you're staring down James Harden, you've got to go at him, whether it's in the post or, or taking him off the dribble. I mean, he can create space for himself and, and get a shot off as well as any player, maybe in basketball history because of his length and his athleticism. He's got to attack those types of situations. He kind of disappeared and shrunk from the moment uh, in that uh, the end-of-game situation uh, against Houston. I, I would say this, too, though, about the Bucks. I felt coming into this season – and I still feel now that a lot of their success, while it's going to be predicated a lot on Giannis, a lot of it's going to be on Eric Bledsoe and what Bledsoe can do. Because there's no Malcolm Brogdon there. And watching, you know, watching that game against the Rockets, they really missed an athletic defender like Malcolm Brogdon, a big physical guy you can put on Harden or Westbrook and expect him to have good results. Similarly, offensively, you need someone that drives the ship. Bledsoe has not had a great postseason resume. He has got to have his best postseason, whatever that looks like, but his best postseason for that team to be successful. It can't be DiVincenzo. It can't be George Hill. They can play in spurts, but against all these good guards in the Eastern Conference, whether it's Kemba Walker or Ben Simmons or uh, any of the number of them, Kyle Lowry, you've got to have Eric Bledsoe playing at a high level. And obviously he hasn't played up until this point because of the, the issues with, uh, with his health. But when he gets back on the floor, he has got to be a high-level player for that team to succeed. Tell my boy uh, Miles Simon, a couple of the Lakers uh, guys that are in the uh, the film room as well. Those are all really good. KB, all really good guys. Tell them I said hello. Get your way to practice, and we appreciate you joining us. You guys, Doug. All right, uh, that's uh, that's my guy, Chris Mannix, Sports Illustrated. Also has a great pod, really good basketball podcast. Our basketball podcast will record ours tomorrow. Uh, soon drop uh, All Ball is the All Basketball podcast. A quarterback's wife not happy with the NFL and their COVID-19 procedures. You'll hear from her next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. 
And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, are you traveling to one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Well, you should do yourself a favor and do what I do, which is stay at graduate hotels. You know, Bridgestone Arena and Target Center, their, their hotels are both really close to the tournament venues, and they're obsessed with college sports just like me. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and the local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school mascots, colors, whatever. Why would you stay anywhere else? You know, graduate hotels are the perfect spot the next time you go to see a game. There's over 30 hotels, coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. And odds are, wherever you're going, especially if you're taking a college trip with your kids, upcoming conference tournament, or just a big college game, you can check them all out at graduatehotels.com. And here's the ultimate win. My listeners can get 30% off with the promo code Doug. That's Doug. Good at any graduate hotel. Remember, you can book today, and here's how you do so. 30% 30% off with the promo code Doug at graduatehotels.com. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? Um, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. 
Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Press. Dan Byer, what do you got? Doug, we start in the NFL. Lions quarterback Matthew Stafford taken off the team's COVID-19 reserve list following a false positive test. Now, there were multiple negative tests for Stafford before and after the false positive. His family, according to the Lions, also was tested, and they returned negative results. Then Stafford's wife, Kelly, went to her Instagram page and posted a post, and I can't read the whole thing, but this is a portion of it, if you'll give me a little time. She said, quote, I've been losing my mind because of how my family has been treated since my husband was put on COVID IR. Even after we knew it was false positive, our school told us that we were not allowed back. I was approached in a grocery store and told I was, quote, endangering others. My kids were harassed and kicked off a playground. I was told I needed to wait in my car when trying to pick up food, and people closest to us had to get tested just so they could go back to work, and that's just to name a few. I don't blame these scenarios on any of the people directly involved. I understand where they're coming from, but... I do blame the NFL. What? I blame the NFL for not holding themselves accountable. These are people's lives and livelihoods that are in those results in their test sites. Maybe we should be absolutely positive a person has COVID before releasing that info to the world. That's from Matthew Stafford. Well, it, all dep- all, mad as hell. it all depends on how that info was released. And there's no way that was released without it. Y- yes, Rhyme Music. Well, they put him on that COVID IR that list, yeah, which they- the list specifically says this does not mean this person has COVID. It means in one form or another, they may or may not have been exposed, right. and we need to put them on this list so we officially know. So, I don't really. It's hard to. If y'all got say it, that they- she's mad at the NFL because somebody came up to her at the grocery store and was like, "You got the Rona, get away! You got the Rona! Don't be touching the apples." Yes. Yes. But she's, yeah, she's mad at the league because uh. of how it became positive, not for yeah. everybody that told her to not go out and to continue to wear a mask or whatever she was told. Yep. I mean, look, it's the false positive thing sucks. The idea of your close friends being tested. I mean, we had somebody came in contact or whatever at work and we all had to go out and get tested. Right. That's how it, that's, that's the nature of how it works. If you want to go back to work, and you got to go get tested, she's, right? She, so, I mean, she's just venting, whatever. And yeah. I'm not—I don't think she's a bad person because of it. The idea that we're going to blame the NFL like that's stupid. Oh no, that's stupid. She's not, I mean, so she's a stupid person. That's a stupid statement. I—it's uh, like bl- blaming Rob Manfred. I can't believe that these Marlins went out in Atlanta. Damn, Rob Manfred—he screwed up. Cardinals guys go to the casino. Rob Manfred's fault. Like, <laughs> no, it's the Cardinals' fault. It was a false positive. It happens, right? I got you know like like a woman had a false positive on pregnancy test. Like blame the NFL. Like no, sorry. I think what's lost in all this is that the school or kids go to actually have a plan. So c- congratulations to that. So ready to go. <laughs> yeah, love that. They were not allowed to go back, but that tells me that they actually do have a plan in place. You know what's funny is, is she probably get a call tomorrow. Like um, yeah, we wanted to know about donating for uh, the uh, winter formal thing. Well, Sure. None of you know, but I was told not to bring my kids back. So I'm never getting another penny to this school, Roger ever. That. Take me off the okay. PTA board. Bye. Let's be honest, too. Who's kicking Matthew Stafford's kids off a playground? Um, Rob Parker. You know, 
<laughs> like, like, I'm sorry. Like, I, I, don't, I just don't think that no, happens. I, I do. Like, you know, your kids, you got the Rona. Like, your kid, your kids got the some Karen's got you, the Rona. You're gone. You're out of here. You. You're gone. You. Sound you the gone. Alarm. You get off the jungle. Take take your Rona and get off my jungle gym. Get off my jungle gym. Get off my lawn. <laughs> that, uh, that the big news in the NFL. How about this from college football? The Chicago Tribune reports the Big Ten is delaying their decision on how to proceed with college football until at least Wednesday. The report says Commissioner Kevin Warren still has concerns and may com- reconsider some plans after speaking with players in the league. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I don't know how they're not going to have football. Okay. I just you talk about economic collapse, man. Right. Look, Big Ten would be bad for us because Fox does kills it with the Big Ten, but it'd be it'd be bad for ESPN. Like Big Ten Network, what do they put on? Ooh, there's a lot of money in there, a lot, a lot of money. And when I say money, you're like, oh, see, see, Gottlieb, sports is all about money. Like, no, but it's a byproduct of it. And like, what are you gonna do? With all these players, like they all redshirt, I guess, come back and play, you know. And then, like, okay, what about the incoming players next year? They get, like, a backload? Like, we're going to have five years of players? They're going to have a JV team? I don't know what they're going to do. It's, it's a mess. Billion dollars. Mavs guard Luka Doncic, triple-double number 16 this season. 34 points, 20 boards, 12 assists. Mavs beat the Kings today, 114 to 110. Hey, One, also, also like, why are we taking the kids' words for it in terms of their... Look, they're more likely to be... They're, they're healthier... On campus, if they're at home, if they're home, they also have the chance of being the parents or grandparents sick. If they're on campus, they're not. They're on some level isolated and much better cared for. This is a no-brainer to me. Sorry, go ahead. Doug, we have first-round groupings for Thursday's PGA Championship. Oh, I like that. Brooks Kepka will be uh, grouped with Shane Lowry and Gary Woodland, teeing off at 11-11 Eastern Time 11, on 11. Thursday Make morning. Wish. 22 minutes after that, how about this super group? Tiger Woods, Justin Thomas, and Rory McIlroy. Their official start time, 11-33. Roger that. Okay, so it's in San Francisco, so I can't remember if I like this better or worse. Yay. I think I like it better, right? Because it's on later here. Yeah, I like it better. Yeah. It was actually better East Coast, too, because it's like late at night. And you look at it, you're yep. like, man, that is awesome. Golf. Correct. Playing golf. Yes. Yeah, it was great with the U.S. Open when they would have it. Uh, Torrey Pines is really the first one where they had it in prime time uh, 12 years ago. That's hey, get out there and press. That was the press. Look, so we started with Zion Williamson, and the basic thought is this. It's, it's not that I don't think he's an otherworldly talent. I think Joel Embiid is an otherworldly talent. But in addition to... You know, developing a jump shot has to figure out the weight thing, has to figure out the body thing. Because the goal is not to just put up numbers per 48 minutes, it's to do it for 35 minutes, 80 games a year. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Traveling for one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Do yourself a favor. Stay at Graduate Hotels, Bridgestone Arena, Target Center. Their hotels are close to both tournament venues. So why would you stay anywhere else? I love staying at the Nashville location, and I'll be at the Minneapolis location for the Big Ten Championship. And if you're one of my listeners, you can save 30% off with the promo code DOUG. That's DOUG, D-O-U-G. Good at any Graduate Hotels location, up to 30% off. How do you do it? Really simple. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Ah! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expat. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.